welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. From the beginning of Ahaz's reign in 7036 BC, his nation was faced with a very real threat of an invasion by the Assyrian king Tiglath-Pileser. Two other rulers also imperiled by the cruel Assyrian hordes, Rezin of Aram and Pekah, son of Ramaliah, king of Israel, concluded they needed every available resource to withstand Tiglath-Pileser, so they conspired to threaten the city of Jerusalem with the purpose of forcing Ahaz to unite with them against the Assyrians or to replace him with someone who would. Caught on the horns of this dilemma, Ahaz's plan was to make an alliance with, of all people, the Assyrians. The folly of that plan was that he must invite the Assyrians to invade his nation en route to their ultimate goal, which was Egypt. The Assyrians were notorious for thirst for conquest, and Ahaz could have no guarantee Judah would not simply be swallowed up by this alien power. Enter the prophet Isaiah. God sent him to try to encourage Ahaz to trust in the Lord. In order to build his faith, God invited the weak-kneed king to ask a sign, any sign at all, either in the depths of the heavens above. But Ahaz's answer was, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. Pious as this sounds, it was actually evil, for Ahaz's real reason was that he intended to put his trust in the hands of Judah's enemies rather than her God, and he intended to use the treasures from the temple for his bribe. Isaiah 7.24 gives God's answer in part, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. But before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken by both her kings. But enough of ancient history. The message God gave Isaiah to that long-ago king has relevance to us because Matthew applied this passage to the birth of Jesus Christ. And if the verse, conscribing a virgin, conceiving a son, is prophetic of our Lord, then surely the language describing eating butter and honey must apply to him as well. Our Lord is to taste this diet in order to know by his own experience how much more palatable purity is in evil. Butter and honey, maple honey butter, almond honey butter, homemade rolls still warm from the oven, delicious wafting fresh-based aroma, slice one open, spread the nectar on both pieces, let it melt down into the bread. Oh, there's nature's finest. During his earthly ministry, Jesus Christ was tempted to the maximum possible for human flesh and blood. He knew about Eve and her iniquitous fruit. He deliberately deprived himself of food and drink, and then opened himself to an attack from Satan to prove to that foul fiend there is grace which cannot be overcome by wanting food or curiosity in the devil's prey pretties. At Gethsemane, he battled the pressure of resisting evil until the sweat as great drops of blood ran from him. While enduring the agony of crucifixion, he resisted any urge to relieve himself of the terrible pain. What was the secret of his indomitable spirit? The message of this scripture is that the honey butter that was his daily menu so enchanted him he knew not to accept the bitter taste of any part of sin or carnality. He made it his practice to keep his plate full of butter and honey 
to help himself to fresh servings every day, to develop his appreciation and increase his appetite for it. The offerings of sin, which are like a frosted cake full of wormwood and gall, never passed his lips. Sometimes folks say we are what we eat. Jesus Christ lived a life that literally flowed with honey butter in everything he did. But the story doesn't end there. He came to share in honey and butter with you and me. We too can dine at the Lord's table, see smiles come to us across the cups and platters. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.